It's time for Rhema for Today. Here is another thought. There is a sense in which they thought Paul had healed this man, so he must be a god. Yet Paul didn't heal the man at all. The Bible said he had faith to be healed. He's healed on his own faith. And yet, right on the other hand, there is a sense in which Paul did do something. In other words, how did he get him healed? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today, you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, back up. We read the you know the fifth, sixth, and seventh verse, but let's back up here and start with the very first verse, so we can get the full connection here of what happened and and see something. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogue, both of them, that is Paul and Barnabas, of the Jews, and so spake that a great multitude, both of the Jews and also of the Greeks, believed. That is, believed on Jesus. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil affected against the brethren. No, the devil didn't do it. I'm sure he helped them do it. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil affected against the brethren. Long time, therefore, abode they, speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Well, I don't know what, uh, what all these were, but I'm sure there were some healings involved, but yet it doesn't tell us. But the multitude of the city was divided and part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. See, now many people get the idea that if signs and wonders are on, that the whole city is going to turn to God, but they didn't. Some of them did and some of them didn't. God does use those things. Don't misunderstand me. But just because signs and wonders take place don't mean the whole city. This city didn't turn to God. These fellows had signs and wonders working in them and got run out of town. So don't feel too bad about it if you get run out of town. And so then, but the multitude of the city was divided, part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. And when there was an assault made, both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers to use them despitefully and to stone them, they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derby and so on. And there they preached the gospel. Now it singles out, and there's more than one instance or incident that happened, but I'm sure this one thing, the Holy Ghost had a purpose in singling this out for us. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet. They're similar to that lame man at the gate called Beautiful, who had never walked. Being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. A man, a grown man. Now look at the ninth verse. The same, the crippled man, heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that uh, 
he had faith to be healed. Said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet, and he leaped and walked. And when the people saw what Paul had done, when the people saw what Paul had done, see, now there's two things here. First, they really, I guess, thought Paul healed that fellow. Now notice this. Let's go on reading it. We're going to come back to that because I want you to hold that in your mind. They lifted up their voice, saying in the speech of the Lyconians, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. And they called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercurius because he was the chief speaker, Jupiter and Mercury, in other words. Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and garland unto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people. And they'd worship them as gods. Which when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of, they ripped their clothes and ran in among the people, crying out and saying, Sirs, why do ye these things? We also are of men of like passions with you. We're not any different than you are. Anybody else? Just human beings. And preach unto you that you should turn from these vanities unto the living God which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that are therein, who in time past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sins scarce restrained they the people that they had not done sacrifice unto them. They wanted to sacrifice unto them. Now, here is another thought. There is a sense in which they thought Paul had healed this man, so he must be a god. Yet Paul didn't heal the man at all. The Bible said he had faith to be healed. He's healed on his own faith. And yet, right on the other hand, there is a sense in which Paul did do something. In other words, how did he get him healed? Now you see where we have missed it in, in the church world I'm talking about as a whole is you read that and you man writes a little here to my King James translation said Paul healeth a cripple. Back over there where we read that ninth chapter about Peter going into the man who had been bed fast eight years and said Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Top of the page man has put a note there and said Peter healeth anus. Well, I don't see how they got that Peter healed him when the Bible, when Peter said, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. He didn't say, I make you whole. Peter makes you whole. He said, Jesus Christ makes you whole. He heals you. And so then, you see, folks have missed what the Bible said, even good people a lot of times, even saved people, by, by saying, well, you see, of course, the apostles could do that when the last apostle died, all that ceased. But you see, right away, you can see the fallacy of their statement because Philip wasn't an apostle. He wasn't an apostle. Amen. Never was an apostle. He's called in the 21st chapter an evangelist. Amen. And Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And they gave heed unto him, both seeing and hearing the miracles which he did. Secondly, there was a supernatural manifestation, though it isn't exactly called Paul wasn't blind because of sickness and disease, but from the glory of that light. But there was a supernatural manifestation both ways. A supernatural manifestation in that he could not see. A supernatural manifestation that opened his eyes. And Ananias wasn't an apostle. Said the apostles could do things like that, you know. 
But the Holy Ghost saw fit, bless God, just to put right in the book where we can see that, that Ananias a layman, not an apostle. Remember, I was holding a meeting in a western state in my prayer line. I called it a prayer line. I'd, put pe- I'd send folks to the altar to be saved. They'd pray with them there. But I'd put people in the line to be healed, lay hands on them for healing because that's scripture, and lay hands on them to be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues like they did on the day of Pentecost. Well, of course, then I would... Uh, Ask them when they came to me what they came for to see whether they came for healing of the Holy Ghost because you minister and you, you, you instruct them a little bit differently. So this person stepped up in place and I said, what did you come for? Well, said, I guess I came to receive that Holy Ghost business. <laughs> well, now you locate people two ways. So a lot of times the Holy Ghost will give you a revelation. You know right where they are. and You know whether you can help them or whether you can't. And if you can, how you can help them. Oh, yes, I've had the Holy Ghost to show me full gospel pastors, tongue talkers, divine healing believers. I've had the Lord supernatural to show me you can't help them. They'll never be healed. And I watched them over the period of 15 years and they never did get healed. Never. I laid hands on them. There's no telling how many times. Every healing evangelist in America thought I knew of, and that was in the days of the voice of healing when there's a lot of healing evangelists. Laid hands on them, never did get healed. Why would he show that to you? Well, so you wouldn't mess with him. I, he showed me how I could help the congregation that looked on and wondering why the pastor didn't get healed. They were helped and the pastor wasn't. Now that's an extreme case, but it happens sometimes. He'll show you sometimes by, by revelation. There's some people you can't help. Doesn't mean they're not saved. Doesn't mean they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. There are reasons why. I don't have time to go into them because some of the reasons are peculiar to that person. And then sometimes he shows you, I've had the Holy Ghost to show me, you know, why that person didn't get healed and then how to help them. And it doesn't mean you can always help them instantly, right on the spot. Sometimes it has to be a gradual process because their thinking has to be changed. Then right on the other hand, Holy Ghost, the majority of time, the big majority of times, will not show you a thing. How are you going to help people then? Well, you can locate them by what they say. You know where their faith is by what they say. How do I know that? I learned it from the Bible. I'm not that smart. See the fifth chapter of Mark. You know the story of the woman of the issue of blood. Mark 5, 25 through 34. The certain woman of the issue of blood, 12 years, suffered many things, many physicians, spent all of her living, nothing but it, rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, touched his garment, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, it shall be whole. Well, she's healed and all that. You step down to the 34th verse. And Jesus said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Well, put the 28th and the 34th verse together. For she said, and Jesus said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. So what she said was her faith speaking. See, you have to understand that even when you doubt, you still have faith. You believe in doubt, just believe in the wrong thing. Will you be healed now as I lay hands on you? No, I don't believe I will. See, you still believe something. Doubting is believing the wrong thing, but it's still believing. So you locate people by what they say. You know whether they're believing right or wrong, and then you have to go to work on that. You don't always tell them what you're doing. Because if you did, a lot of times they wouldn't listen to you. So you have to be as, as uh, wise as an owl and harmless as a dove. Amen. Just not let them know everything. Amen. 
So you locate them by what they say. So this woman, when I said, what did you come for? She said, well, I guess I came for that Holy Ghost business. I know from what she said, she don't know a thing in the world about the Holy Ghost. Don't know a thing in the world about what the Bible said about the Holy Ghost. Because Jesus said, I will pray the Father, and he, the Father, will send you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Not a matter of it or it or that thing. It's him. Praise God, a divine, supernatural personality. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer this time there is a three CDs because of Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about, because of what we have in Christ, yes. who we are in Christ. So it's three Ds, and it, it this is really a good series. It's a good series. It it's really a, a is. kind of a good preaching series, and yes. you know, I love to hear you preach. Yeah. It's more preaching than it is teaching. It is, and I love it. I love it. And then I have a new CD called How to Respond in Troubled Times. You know, I, we've been experiencing some troubled times, but guess what? God said we can still prosper, we can still live a peaceful life, and we can still live an abundant life. Right. And then one of my my favorite books of yours, The Untopped Power of Praise. And all of that for a gift of $35 or more. Go to your computer right now That's or right. your device and just uh, rhema.org and you can order it right That's there. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.